our rolling damage plan MMA podcast. I'm Jason, as always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Mr. Zach Partridge. What up? You're a little quiet today. Speak up. I got the, the, the I got this cold. <laughs> Zach's we, got the Rona. We've all got this cold, and we did have a really awesome guest. Oh, there's Tal. There he is. There he is. Fighter Kobe. Spotlight, welcoming Mr. Kobe Fur to the podcast. Barberton, Ohio, stand up, baby. What's up, Kobe? What's cracking? What's going on, <laughs> fellas? Sorry. Hey, man. we finally I tracked you down, man. We've been trying voice. to track you down for like a year now. You're a ghost. Yeah, I'm tough to get a hold of sometimes. I usually don't answer my phones, my texts, or <laughs> Facebook Messenger, none of that shit. <laughs> I'm trying to move away from that freaking hot tub. It's making too much noise. Sorry. Oh, you're no. Yeah, you're all good, man. You're all good. So, so Kobe, January 29th, man, you're making your pro debut in, in the Fierce Fighting Championship cage up here in Salt Lake City. Yes, sir. It's a, a start. It's the start of a, like a highlight reel, you know. It's the start of some good finishes, uh, a new style of fighting, taking people down, controlling them, smashing them from top, looking for submissions. Uh, you know, American Jiu-Jitsu. I'm trained by Jake Shields, Dewey Cooper, coaches at Extreme Couture. I got some of the best coaches in the world, best sparring in the world. Um, I mean, I put everything into this, so I really couldn't. I don't give a fuck if I win or lose. My whole life is into this. You know what I'm saying? It's whatever to me. Like, uh, I'm comfortable with any experience that I have to gain to become a better fighter. You know what I mean? Fuck it. It's not a big deal. I love it. I like the mentality. So how how long have you been waiting for this pro debut, Kobe? Uh, I don't know, man. It's been I've had a lot of like fight cancellations in Ohio. You needed eight wins to turn professional. Oh really? Uh, oh. So I lost a lot of fights to like maybe an opponent who didn't have very good grappling or comes from a shitty camp or something you know like they, they get on the internet find out i was a good wrestler and pull out so i kind of like lost a lot of fights to oppo- opponent changes things things of that nature and then uh so it's really been a blessing honestly because every time a fight has fallen through or something comes up i just stay in the gym and i keep improving regardless like fuck it if the fight gets canceled i'll, just, I'll still keep i'll still train the same way you know yeah so, Kobe, when when was the decision made to to go pro? You were five and two amateur record. Is was was that conversation had with you and your coaches that hey, now's the time to go pro? What was the, what was the thought process on on taking this making this pro debut now? Yeah, uh, Jake Shields was watching a lot of my sparring rounds, and um, I would spar some of the guys in the UFC, not to name anyone, but you know, just like some top ten, top ten, uh, bantamweights, top ten. Uh, featherweights, um, pretty decent, fly, like some of the best flyweights, like, you know, Demetrius, Mighty Mouse Johnson, guys like that. I went with them. He's all right. And if I'm controlling them and I'm able to do, you know, my, my best work against a guy like that, you know, Jake Shields is there going, listen, it's time to go pro, cuz, like, let's go. Why are you fighting? Uh, you don't want no fake belts. You want to be in the UFC and you want to be one of the best fighters in the world. So, Let's start, you know, making the steps towards that. Nice. So your opponent, January 29th, Desmond uh, Monobot. What do you know about Desmond? I actually met him a few times. I like the kid. Good style, tough. 
uh, tries to hit hard. You know, he's a true fighter. Um, we have some mutual friends and stuff. Uh-oh. Buddies, Uh-oh. can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, now we can hear you. Now yeah. we can hear you. So yeah, we have some mutual uh, training partners and friends. We know each we know each other. Uh, I'm just I think he's a good a good opponent. If I was a a coach, I'd want to coach him. <laughs> nice. All right. You know. <laughs> I, I I dig it. It's it's it. Do you view this yourself as like the stylistic matchup of grappler versus striker? Because we've no. seen him in the we've seen him in the fierce cage. Kind of I saw, that's like a, I saw that's the slogan and stuff, you know, the wrestler versus the, the classic wrestler versus the striker. But like I could strike. I just don't I have I don't choose to strike. It's like uh, analytics. You know what I mean? I'm looking at the best odds. If why would I do something for the fans? Like I come from a wrestling background, right? I wrestled thousands of matches where no one was there. Right there was hundreds of matches where there was thousands of people there. I never cared if the fans didn't like what I was doing. I would say, eat shit. I'm smashing your dude. You know what I mean? If you don't like it, fuck you. If, if you don't want to watch it, then fucking go watch the Paul brothers or go to YouTube and watch fucking hunger games or some dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like I'll entertain somebody, but like, I'm not going to work outside of my skill set just for, for what? <laughs> Dude, I love that so much because I see so many wrestlers develop striking and then they fall in love with it and they go away from their wrestling. And I've never yeah. understood why wrestlers do that because I come from no background. I'm a very green amateur fighter myself. But, you know, came in with no background. And I was like, man, if I had a dominant skill set like wrestling, I would use it. And I get so frustrated when I see wrestlers not use any of their wrestling yeah it's a they want to show off uh and like you know a lot of coaches if you get a striking coach he's going to be pissed off at you if you don't use your striking like if they're working on something with you like they're working on striking if they see you taking guys down and smashing them they perceive that as you're not following the rules or like i can't really benefit you if that makes sense like so it's it is hard. It is difficult to coach uh, wrestlers because you know once they figure out they have power, you know they fall in love with hitting guys and trying to knock fools out instead of sticking to what their you know their bread and butter is like. But no, nah, I don't look at it like style like stylistically. If I wasn't allowed to strike at all, I could beat the fuck out of whoever and just take them down and panic fuck them and shoot forty seven times in a row. You know shoot. I could just panic wrestle, but look, this is a different time. It's a different era in fighting. You know, I'm not trying to be one of those lay and pray guys. I'm trying to be like a like holding you down and disassembling you, trapping arms like a dirty policeman, hit, you know, looking to pound their face while they turn into submissions, you know, and then doing that at a 70% pace. So you can do it for 25 minutes or 15 minutes. And that, that's been the challenge for me is slowing this shit down, uh, you know, realizing I don't have to try to crack the guy with everything on the ground and pound. I could I could hit, hit them with volume, put the pressure on guys and make them stop that way. So. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I love your I love your mentality and where it's at. 
And I, I hope that people are listening and it'll make them want to tune in on the 29th to watch because, I mean, you know, I you, you hear all the time when you watch MMA, like those wrestlers, people say, oh, this is boring or, or whatever. But you have to really appreciate what they do. But, but violence is violence. And if you can control somebody and be violent, people dig that. I mean, I don't know what more people want. If they want, like... <laughs> If they like people tune in to see an ass whooping, if you know, like a wrestler, let's say, like, uh, you know, you take like Habib, who are other examples of really dominant, uh, like my teammate Roman Deliege, he, he trains at Extreme Couture a couple months back. He had a very great performance, he held the guy down, controlled him, dominated him, was on his back. Matt returned him 35 times, completely mauled him, ragdolled him. After the fight, the fans are furious on twitter and shit it's like you know i don't know in football when guys run the bar they play to the chains people understand the rules so yeah. so they understand why that's happening you get what i mean like people don't understand the strategy and fighting i guess and how tiring wrestling truly is in the cage you know like how much skill that takes to be able to control someone's body <laughs> What's up, Uncle John? I can't hear shit, man. Wrestling too much. Cauliflower here. Keep yeah, too much cauliflower here, too. So, yeah, honest <laughs> question. So how hard is it to find, like, AirPods that fit your ears? I don't have it. There's none. There's none for me. <laughs> I've been looking. Uh, the one Apple the one Apple joints, they fit in there nice. But uh, And then the big ones, like, they, I don't like how it presses down on my ears. Like yeah. the big, the big uh, Dre beats and shit press down too hard. So, so Kobe, January 29th, How do you see the how do you see the fight ending on January 29th? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if it goes the whole time. It goes the whole time. But uh, I don't like to stunt or talk too much shit, you know. But like that's not what Aleko said. Aleko <laughs> promised if you come on, you do nothing but just talk smack. The whole time. I talk. I talk shit. But like, <laughs> always spur of the moment. If, are you, you, know, are, you like, are you the guy like when you're grappling? It's got to be like natural, you know. I don't like yeah conjure up shit talking for no reason, especially when I like this guy. Yeah, like, yeah. Truly, it would be like if it, there would be another situation, I'd be like, ah, eh, you know, maybe I don't pound this dude, this dude's head out. Like maybe if we were in prison, like there was 200 people for me to pick to fuck up. I would pick this dude at the end. Like I wouldn't yeah. want to fuck him up first because you know I like the kid. Just from looking at him, he's snappy, got a good attitude, you know, like shithead kind of, you know, but healthy amount of narcissism, hard worker. Like, uh, I like uh, the traits that he has, but so it's like, all right, you know, uh, so, what is it? Here so we go again by DMX. Be best friends. You know the song, Here We Go Again by DMX? Yeah. He's saying, I didn't want to have to do you like this, but, you know, unfortunately, that's just the rules of the game. You're, yeah. You signed for me. You want me. That's your fault now, you know? Yeah. So so after this fight, you guys are going to be best friends, right? Shit, come over for a fish fry or something. We'll go. Uh, hey, we'll start We'll start drilling after this. We're going to be best buddies. We're going to have a camp out or something. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll, I'll invite him over. I got extra bedrooms. He could uh, <laughs> train wrestling, move in, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe, Kobe, you need to do more interviews. Yeah, you got to get on more, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Yeah. I come from the background of like, don't talk on camera so you don't fuck yourself over, you know? I, I know we've been trying to get you on for like a year. Alec, I told Aleko <laughs> you were coming on. Alec was like, yeah, good luck with that. Tiny little MMA podcast. Come on anytime, bro. Let's Nobody go. watches this. Let's go. And when you want to do this again, hit, hit me up. All right. <laughs> Kobe, any, any sponsors? Uh, anybody, anybody you want to give a shout out to? Anybody you want to give a shout out to? Any sponsors? Uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Gorilla Sportswear. It's a brand that my father started in uh, my hometown. He's selling a lot of uh, gear to like the local wrestlers and uh, a lot of the kids coming up and uh, some of the f- local fighters and like regional fighters in Ohio. So yeah, shout out to Gorilla Sportswear. Shout out to my uh, mom at Cadillac Fitness. It's a gym in Portage Lakes. Fitness for women. Uh, any you know, fitness for a men that are in there you know like uh need whipped into shape and then uh i also want to thank uh strong style mma uh in cleveland extreme couture and las vegas shout out to uh the homie jake shields for getting me nasty at jiu-jitsu and getting me that close quarters killing weapon so when i get in the mountain shit i could just you know cut the throat <laughs> and uh yeah shout out to my mom and dad that's it oh yeah man hey january bad 29th breeding. this is the result of bad breeding take a look at it <laughs> <laughs> january 29th get your tickets Championship. that's where you order the pay-per-view that's where you get your tickets make sure you click on kobe's picture to order so he gets credit for you kobe man thank you for coming on we're super stoked to have you up here man stay in school Yes. Don't smoke weed. School. Stay in school. <laughs> man, Kobe, thanks, bro. Appreciate no it. No felonies. Hey, this is the rule for the kids. No felonies, no kids, no drug problems. Follow those rules. I like it. <laughs> I, like it. I like it. We're going to be cutting some promos off of this one. Yeah. yeah. Lessons from Kobe. I'm going to be on a yogurt commercial. <laughs> you're gonna, you know you're going to be getting blown up now. People are going to be blowing you up in the DMs. You're going to be mad at me. Probably, I probably embarrassed everyone. You need, you, need a, you need a TikTok. Yeah, you just drop knowledge on people. <laughs> I'll, start, I'll, start, I'll start talking more often now that uh, I'm a pro. I didn't want to there do you interviews. You have to. Amateurs. You're your own brand. Yeah. As an Emmy, it just seems so cocky, bro. I know dudes with they got 30 interviews in two fights. It's just corny, you know? Yeah, but, that's yeah. And 50 videos, you know what I'm saying? I'm I want to have at least more fights than I have videos. These guys are like rappers. They got they're recording every damn thing they do, you know? It's like <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right, Kobe, we'll let you get back to your recovery, brother. We'll see you January 29th. Appreciate you guys. Good talk to you. It's a nice